Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Nice to have you here. You are uh, listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show, and I'm Rudy Maxa, host of Rudy Maxa's World. Every weekend at this time, we talk travel from just about every angle you can imagine. In a moment, we're going to get an expert's opinion on how this week's news that Delta Airlines may buy into Virgin Atlantic Airlines will affect us as travelers. And how would you like to visit some of America's national parks on an upscale, custom-made tour? Well, my guest in 18 minutes knows all the secrets of Yellowstone, Yosemite, Grand Canyon, and other national parks. And his firm specializes in helping visitors get the most out of a visit to a national park. An unusual niche business. We'll talk with him about that. Then we'll talk with a consumer travel expert. His name is Ed Perkins about those annoying resort fees that pop up on many hotel bills these days without warning to consumers. Turns out the government is taking an interest in those fees. And today I'm beginning an occasional series on the world's great travel books from the past. Our reviewer is going to be Kansas City historian, uh, Kansas City based historian, excuse me, Henry Fortunato. He works as the director of public affairs for the Kansas City Public Library. He's an old friend of mine. He reads voraciously. He's a, he loves history, and I thought he'd be the perfect guy to take this on. Throw in some deals of the week. We call it a travel show. Let's start with a quick look at some of this week's news in travel. Fancy a few days in Baghdad? Well, the Federal Aviation Administration is about to lift a ban on commercial flights by U.S. airlines to Iraq. That ban has been in effect for, get this, 16 years now. All right, so you won't be taking a commercial flight to Baghdad real soon. The first two airports the FAA is permitting U.S. carriers to serve are in the safer in the safer region of northern Iraq in the country's Kurdish area. Now, don't rush to buy a ticket. The TSA still has to check out security arrangements at both airports before greenlighting any flights. And while we're on the topic of airport security, who's running the show at Egypt Air? Earlier this week, a snake apparently escaped from a piece of carry-on luggage on a flight headed to Kuwait. The snake bit a passenger a fact recognized by the crew by the passenger's wild screams. The pilot made an emergency landing, the passenger received medical treatment and was fine, and the snake was removed from the plane. I think there was a movie along those lines a couple of years ago. The latest hotel to be featured in one of those network shows in which bachelors and bachelorettes do their darndest to find a mate is the Langham Hotel in Pasadena, California. It's formerly, it used to be a Ritz-Carlton, now the Langham uh, now called the Langham, and it was the site for the marriage of the lovely Ashley Hebert, star of The Bachelorette, and her pick of the crop, J.P. Rosenbaum, who was on TV just Thursday evening. It should be noted they're, the only, they're only the second couple in that seemingly endless series of shows to actually make it to the altar, though numerous People magazine covers, I think, over the years have spent lots of ink speculating on the fate of each season's couple. And invariably, the publicity uh, that a hotel or resort gets from one of these episodes at least drives traffic to their website, maybe even some to their front door. I'd love to know how much a hotel like that pays ABC to get them to set their drama at their hotel. And I'm sure you'll join me in sending very best of wishes to Ashley and JP. Well, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, this week Delta Airlines reportedly began discussions with Singapore Airlines about purchasing Singapore's 49% stake in Virgin Atlantic. Now, we're not talking Virgin America, which serves uh, the domestic uh, market. We're talking about Virgin Atlantic. That's Richard Branson's uh, airline out of uh, London, international airline. So how attractive to the flying public would a marketing marriage between Delta and Virgin Atlantic be? Well, to answer that question, I welcome 
Henry Hartevelt to the show. He's a travel industry analyst with Hudson Crossing. It's a New York firm, but we reach Henry today at his home in San Francisco. Henry, it's your first time on the show. I trust it won't be your last, but welcome aboard. Nice to have you here. Thank you very much, Rudy. All right, so what's the thinking on the part of Delta? Why, Delta, why do they want a piece of Virgin Atlantic? Because they want a bigger piece of London. It really boils down to that. London is uh-huh. one of the most important business markets. Uh, it's a big part of traffic originating from Europe. It's a big destination for Americans. And uh, it is an area where SkyTeam, uh, uh, which is the alliance Delta is in, just doesn't have enough presence. And what U.S. airlines now sort of dominate U.S. London, the U.S. London routes? The largest uh, is American Airlines, which is a member of One World and is a partner with British Airways. The two of them are the number one uh, group of airlines uh, in, between the U.S. and London. When United Airlines and Star Alliance had British Midland operating in London, they had a very, very strong presence. But uh, uh, when British Midland was bought by BA, that, that took away that advantage. Uh, London is in play. Uh, the North Atlantic is in play. And Delta, which is trying to grow its presence into Europe and serve more business travelers, very much wants to have a bigger stake in the U.S. London market. And maybe many of our listeners don't understand how these slot, the slot things work at airports. You don't just say, hey, I'm going to call, you don't call London Heathrow and say, by the way, I'm going to start flying into you. Explain exactly. how difficult it is to get a slot at London's airports. Exactly. It is tightly controlled. London Heathrow has only two runways. Uh, until a few years ago, only two airlines from the U.S. were allowed to serve it. Then it was, uh, 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 access was opened up. But uh, slots are very expensive. It's very difficult to get. Virgin Atlantic has more than 300 slots a week at Heathrow, which makes it a very attractive partner. And, of course, the two airlines, Virgin Atlantic and Delta, have good service. So, uh, you know, what, what this means really is Delta, which right now has a relative handful of flights between the U.S. and London, would be able to significantly expand its presence, not only uh, by possibly borrowing slots from Virgin, but putting Delta Airlines codes on Virgin Atlantic operated flights, such as those between uh, Boston and London, Miami and London, San Francisco or L.A. and London. And I guess it, it, it shouldn't go without saying that this North Atlantic market is lucrative and very coveted uh, by airlines. Is this a slam dunk, Henry, or, or do we have to see whether they can agree on a price? Do we, will there be a long wait for approval by governments? Well, Rudy, you, you actually hit on several uh, important points. First, they have to negotiate the deal, and you have three players, Delta, Singapore Airlines, and uh, Virgin Group, including Richard Branson. They have to agree on the value and uh, the terms. Then you have to get the deal approved by the U.K. and U.S. regulators. And while I would not expect any problems, there are obviously no guarantees. The next step after that would be for Delta and Virgin Atlantic to seek antitrust immunity so they can uh, partner up as American and British Airways do right now between the U.S. and London and as other airlines do on other routes around the world. Bottom line question, will this lead to cheaper fares if, uh, if approved? Not necessarily, because obviously right now you have uh, some airlines that are battling it out as independents. The North Atlantic is still very highly competitive, and there will always be price competition. But if Delta and uh, Virgin Atlantic pair up and they get uh, antitrust immunity, it's uncertain whether that would lead to cheaper fares. What you can hope for, though, is better service in that you might have flights better timed, there might be fewer delays, there might be better coordination, uh, and um, certainly there will be promotions, but uh, uh, 
yeah, I can't tell you that this is going to lead to cheaper fares. Well, Henry, you've put it, uh, you've encapsulated it perfectly for us. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thanks for Hen- having me. Henry Hardefeld is a travel industry analyst with Hudson, the firm called Hudson Crossing. We're delighted to have him on the show for the first time, and I can tell you we'll be going back to him because he's a smart guy. You're listening to Rudy Max's World, and when we come back, we're going to take a look at some of America's most popular national parks and talk about a really different way of visiting them from the way most of us have done it in the past. Don't go away. Love to have you back in just a few minutes. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Bah, bah, black sheep. Have you any wool? No, sir, no, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International, and joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical? Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost thirty, fifty, or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. And right now, you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour and America's most popular radio travel show. And good as time as any to remind you that this show is brought to you, this hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tourism Ireland. If you've thought about taking a trip to Ireland, 2013 is the year to do it because Ireland's issued an open invitation to the entire world. It's called the Gathering Ireland 2013, and it's a great year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. Maybe you have an Irish name or Irish roots in your family. Maybe you've studied in Ireland, worked there, enjoyed the music and food, or just had a desire to see this gorgeous green country that's so rich in history. Well, 2013's the year to do it. 
Plan a vacation to Ireland. Be part of the worldwide gathering. Go to thegatheringireland.com and see the schedule of events planned for 2013. They're adding stuff all the time. You can be part of it. And to plan a vacation, check out discoverireland.com. Make it real easy. You can just go to the radio show website, rudymaxa.com, and right there on the homepage, if you scroll down, you'll see a link to the gathering. Well, you know, we talk a lot about national parks in this show because, well, I just think they're great places to visit. I think they're good for your soul, not just for the scenery that blesses your eyes. And uh, this month in, in uh, Condemass Traveler, our old friend Wendy Perrin did her annual roundup, along with, I think, some help from her staff, on on the best folks for arranging travel to various places. In there you'll find, you know, uh, you'll find folks who, who, who can really give you the best tour of, say, the American Southwest or Bermuda or Canada or Argentina, et cetera, et cetera. And this time she had a category called U.S. National Parks. And for the first time, Marty Bear, B-E-H-R, Marty Bear, whose company is called National Parks Revealed, uh, was listed as the guy to show you the national parks in a very different way than you might see otherwise. And he joins me now on the show. Marty, thank you for coming to Rudy Max's, having me on Rudy Max's World this, this today. Nice to have you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. All right. You know a lot about national. How'd you come to know so much about national parks before we talk a bit about what your company does? Well, I had traveled around the national parks in my 20s and 30s, and then it was a gap of about 30 years, and uh, I had just sold a um, small travel company called Alaska Unusual that did travel, upscale travel to Alaska, and I took two years to travel around the, all the national parks in the American West, or at least 19 of them. Uh, I was on the road about half the time, uh, flew home and uh, met up with my family, the other half, but... Um, and when I was going, I was uh, basically researching uh, the parks I was visiting for and uh, vetting private guides and vetting the activities that you could do there, like uh, river rafting or horseback riding or uh, even ballooning, and uh, also staying at the, the properties that might be included in a travel program. So after two years of being on the road, which was a spectacular time, met wonderful people, uh, had some of those transformational experiences you were kind of alluding to in your introduction, uh, I uh, started the business about two years ago. All right, what do you offer, let's say I wanted to go visit, I don't know, Yellowstone, and I was sitting down having a beer with you at a cocktail party or something, and I said, well, you know, Marty, I can go see Yellowstone. Everybody just drives in, you drive around Yellowstone, you see it. What, why, why do I want to, why, why do I want to talk to you about doing something? Oh, that's a great, great question. Um, you know, most people, that's exactly what they do. They may do a little research online. They'll get a rental car. They'll get a place to stay, and then they wander around. The, the problems with doing that and what we try to help to overcome is, number one, uh, people tend to go where the crowds are in those parks, and these are gigantic parks, uh, and only about half of the park uh, in each case is uh, road accessible, the other part being backcountry. So what we do to tr is to try to get people away from the crowds in each of these parks. And there's two ways to do that. One is to go in the shoulder seasons. And that's uh, really true in a lot of destinations around the world. But in the national parks, the spring and fall are spectacular times to go. If you're talking about Yellowstone, the fall, meaning September and October, is much less crowded after Labor Day. And, you know, the, the golden colors of the aspen are coming out. And it's just a, a beautiful time to be there. And the weather is still good. And at least until the end of October. So one thing we would do is help you go at a little bit of an off-season. The second thing is we would get you a private guide for some of your time in the park. It doesn't have to be every day, but our private guides, the ones I vetted when I was traveling for two years, are people that have been guiding in these parks for decades. 
and know the secret places, I guess I'd say, that you know, keep you away from the, the crowds and get you to the natural beauty, the wildlife, uh, the special places like maybe Indian uh, Native American ruins uh, that aren't seen by the hordes of people. Uh, the, one of the best examples is, uh, you know, if you go to uh, Grand Canyon in the peak season in the summer, let's say the 4th of July weekend, you'll be standing in front of the visitor center with 10,000 other people trying to get a peek at the canyon when the canyon is 300 miles around. There's no reason to uh, stand there with 10,000 others. And so our guides will take you to a place maybe 10 or 15 miles around the canyon where there's even better vistas and nobody else around. Uh, the other secret is to... If you're in good, good physical condition, is to hike a little bit off the beaten track. And again, our guides will lead you to do that. Uh, and especially if there's even 100 or 200 feet of elevation gain, that seems to eliminate 99% of the people. So I guess those are the three secrets: is shoulder, shoulder seasons if you can go. Um, the use a private guide to get away from the crowds, and if you're fit enough to even hike up 100 or 200 feet of elevation and know where the best places to go going up a couple hundred feet uh, that'll get you away from the crowds and make it a much much deeper experience i like this and the man if this sounds good to you the man who could make it happen is my guest his name is marty bear b-e-h-r he's the founder and owner of national parks revealed and if you'd like to check out his website that's exactly what it is national parks revealed Dot com. Now, Marty, sometimes you use uh, uh, different vehicles to go off the main roads, don't you? And also, g give us uh, some idea of the cost of, of, of an adventure like this. Well, yes, we, you know, we use safari-style vehicles frequently. These are you know, uh, four-wheel drive vehicles to get off the beaten track. Again, the purpose being to get to some special places. I mean, some of these, some of these parks, for example... Where, where when they became parks, there was private land inside the parks, like, for example, some mining developments. And so there's some old mining towns, for example, inside of the Joshua Tree uh, National Park down in Southern California. Uh, so we use, we use four-wheel drive vehicles to get off the beaten track and, again, to get away from the crowds and to go to some special places, frequently, for example, to Native American ruins, uh, cliff dwellings, petroglyphs. Uh, you really need a four-wheel drive vehicle. It's the only way to get, get to those areas. Um, you know, our trips, we, 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 do, we tend to do more upscale travel uh, for in the national parks. Uh, you know, we have a variety of accommodations from three-star to five-star. Uh, I would call the national park lodges themselves, which we do use uh, some of the time, uh, three-star. They're simple places, but they have great locations. Then we have other three- to five-star places at the park entrances to several of the parks, like the Grand Canyon or Yellowstone or Yosemite. And then um, there's even some backcountry base camps. I think that's kind of an interesting alternative for people, sure. for families especially. We've had a lot of families that even if they are going to spend a week in Yellowstone, they'd like to take a couple of days where they go on horseback or hiking into a backcountry base camp that's been set up with canvas wall tents and uh, cowboy cooks, and uh, you get a chance to horseback ride, fish, wildlife you in the backcountry for a bit of a time, and yet you still have, you know, these basic creature comforts. So there's lots of alternatives in lodging. There's uh, the private guiding, and then there's all the activities, the river rafting, and that could be either flat water or white water. Uh, there's horseback riding, again, uh, mostly trail riding into, into backcountry areas, uh, ballooning. Uh, there's just a, a wide variety, and especially for families traveling with kids, uh, we know that kids do get bored. And that it's important, you know, to keep kids 
engaged. Uh, you know, we're competing with electronic devices. And, uh, <laughs> what are the and top so, three? You know, uh... we, we know that uh, the kids are used to a lot of stimulation, and so we try to you know, keep the trips active, but uh, focused on nature, but fun as well. Right. So. right. What, now, what are the top three parks in the minute I have left with you? Okay, the, uh, the Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, and Yosemite are the, most, are the top three visited parks in the American West. And uh, usually people will go to, to that park and then usually, you know, one or two of the neighboring parks. So, for example, when they go to the Grand Canyon, they're frequently going to uh, Bryce and Zion, which are nearby. When they go to Yellowstone, they almost always go to Grand Teton National Park, which is just adjacent to it. And with Yosemite, it could be Sequoia National Park, which is adjacent, or Redwood National Park, uh, which is a little bit distant but still in California. But there are also, I, I used to add, lots of hidden gem parks like the three parks in Washington State, which I think are quite exceptional. That's uh, Olympic National Park, Mount Rainier, and North Cascades. Right. Uh, North Cascades, by the way, is the least visited park in the whole system. 20,000 visitors a year uh, compared to 4.3 million Grand Canyon. So, Marty, we have to say goodbye because we got a commercial break coming up, but let me remind our listeners that if you're interested in we're more upscale tour, I mean, Marty checks out the accommodations, makes sure the, the sheets are the right thread count, does it all for you. Marty Bear's company is called National Parks Revealed, and the website is nationalparksrevealed.com. Marty, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Be right back in just a moment. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. I first knew Ed Perkins' name when he was the travel editor of Consumer Reports. Tra well, he was the editor of Consumer Reports Travel Letter, a great publication. He's a well-known consumer advocate, and I'm delighted to have him on the show. And before I let him say a word, let me just set this up. You know how the airline industry is adding fees to everything and people are irritated and we want them to tell us the fees before we commit to buying the ticket because it adds so much to the price. Well, it's been happening in the hotel industry a little more quietly. 
It's called the resort fee, and there's nothing more irritating than being quoted a price for a room, and when you check out of the hotel, you suddenly see $10, $20, $30 a day added to your room bill, and it's called a resort fee. And you ask what it's for, and they go, well, you know, we got a pool. I didn't use the pool. Golf cart, didn't use the golf, didn't use this, didn't use that, didn't use the minibar, didn't use the room safe. Doesn't matter. Pay the resort fee. Well, now uh, Uncle Sam is taking notice, and Ed Perkins is here to tell us about it. Ed, did I uh, summarize the resort fee conundrum properly? Yeah, you did, Rudy. Of course. What else would I expect from you? <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> but these are, these are re- and they're growing, and sometimes they're, these fees aren't even at resorts, are they? No. Uh, and they can, you, look, the, the bottom line is that it doesn't make any difference what you call it. Right. As soon as a fee becomes mandatory, it's really part of the price. And you can say, oh, yeah, well, that's for the resort. Or you could also say, yeah, it's to run the elevators or it's to run the air conditioning or it's to help support the manager's private jet. Um, It doesn't matter. Uh, As long as the fee is mandatory, the only sensible way to look at it is part of the total price. And I don't see resort fees on websites when I book hotel rooms. I learn about it when I check out. Some hotels now uh, will tell you at some point during the booking process, oh, well, yeah, there will be a resort fee of so much in this, uh, in, you have to pay. But what, where they don't put it is in that initial go upfront price, mm-hmm. which is the price that you use when you're looking, say, at Expedia or Booking.com or somebody like that, and comparing hotel prices. Exactly. So uh, that's where the real deception is, that it, uh, it leads you to believe you're buying a cheaper hotel room than you really are. And who in Washington is getting a little cranky about this? The Federal Trade Commission. Uh, the airlines, uh, th- this is not anything new in the travel industry. Uh, I don't know, two or three decades ago, a sleazy tour operator back in Boston uh, started the practice of uh, pricing a tour at maybe a third less than its real price, and then saying, plus so much tax and service. (laughs) And it wasn't either tax or service. It was just part of the price. And uh, it took a long time for the FTC to to get on them for that. Uh, Then the uh, cruise line started doing it with port charges. Mm -hmm. And the Florida Attorney General said, "Uh uh-uh, you can't do that. And the airlines did it for a while with fuel surcharges. But uh, the Department of Transportation said, no, that's part of the price, and you've got to include it in the price. So now the, it's come around to hotels, and the FTC is saying, no, if it's a mandatory fee, it's part of the price, and you've got to show it that way. Now, I know a lot of guests complain, and sometimes, I mean, they say, look, I didn't use the, the uh, you say, what is it for? They'll say, well, it's for the room safe. For the, I didn't use the room safe. I didn't use the pool. And sometimes, if you, call the, you ask for a manager, they'll take it off the bill. Has that been your experience? No. No. It was fairly common early on. But uh, these days, I have heard very few cases where people could get it taken off. And the reason is, as I say, it's not because, it's because that fee really isn't necessarily for those services. That's mm-hmm. the excuse the hotel gives you. I but see. it's really part of the price. Okay, well, the bottom line is the Federal Trade Commission recently sent a letter to 22 hotel operators warning them that their online rate quotations might be deceptive and in violation of FTC regulations. 
uh, if they don't start including the, quote, resort fee, unquote. And I'm sure, Ed, you'll join me in uh, seconding that opinion, right? Oh, yeah. And it isn't just resort fees. Some hotels add similar fees for housekeeping and concierge service and porterage and so on. And Again, it doesn't have doesn't have anything to do with whether you use the service. It's just that's the way they can make their hotel price look lower than it really is. All right. Well, I'm glad somebody's uh, taking notice in Washington, and I think hotels are going to have to wise up to it as well. Is, uh, is there a website, Ed, where I can read more of your writings? Yes. I'm a contributing editor these days to smartertravel.com, and uh, that posts uh, a lot of stuff that I do just for them, plus my... It also posts my weekly uh, syndicated columns through Tribune Media Service. Excellent. So if you're a smart traveler, check smartertravel.com and look for Ed Perkins. And nice to have you back on the show, Ed. And Rudy, nice, forward... to recon- nice to reconnect with you. It's been a while. It has been a while. I don't. Uh, well, this is my fault, clearly. Certainly not yours. Well, let's stay in touch, and we'll have you back on soon because you're the kind of guest we'd love to have. Well, it's delighted to be with you. Nice talking to you, Ed. Thanks. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Ed Perkins, great guy. Uh, SmarterTravel.com. Speaking of hotels, uh, there's a question of whether hotels of the future can have desks, a website that keeps a close eye on hotels. It's called HotelChatter.com. It says it's starting to hear from hotel execs that no one really uses hotel desks anymore. They want to sit around in the lobby like those uber-cool lobbies at the Ace Hotel in Portland and New York, even the Hilton in San Francisco. If you want to weigh in on that question, visit HotelChatter.com. Meanwhile, stick around. Deals of the Week coming up next. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-525-2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Bah, bah, black sheep. Have you any wool? No, sir. No, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters. And gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. 
Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. 43 minutes after the hour. You know, we often have authors on this show who have just written books related to travel. For example, we had uh, Jacob Tomsky on with his new book, Beds and Heads, uh, in the first hour of this show. Um, but I thought there's a, great, there's a great reservoir of classic travel books from the past. And, and I was thinking, how can we sort of bring those to your attention? And I thought of my friend Henry Fortunato, who's, I, I'm calling him a historian. He'd probably say he's an amateur historian. I think he's a professional historian. He's also the uh, public information director for uh, um, the uh, Kansas City Library System. And I've asked him to occasionally come on the show and take a look at a classic travel book. And he's got his first one today. Henry, welcome to the new, new, the new regular feature on the show. I'm glad to be aboard, Rudy. How are you? Fine. Now, what book did you choose? I know this is, this is about 54 years old, right? Yeah, uh, actually, I think it's more like 60 years old. Uh, the book is called Mani, Travels in the Southern Peloponnese uh, by uh, Patrick Lee Fermer, who uh, is considered by many to be one of the best travel writers of his generation, perhaps even of the 20th century. Now, what made him so great as a travel writer? Is it his writing, his daring do, or...? Well, it's all those things. You know, he's one of those uh, dashing Brits that uh, seem to bound out of an Ian Fleming novel. Um, I mean, in fact, not only was he friends with Fleming, um, he actually was part of a commando raid on the island of Crete in World War II that resulted in the capture of a German general. But, uh, you know, he was, he was handsome, he was physically fit, he was debonair, witty, well-educated, conversant in lots of languages, and very knowledgeable. Um, all of that comes through um, in Mani, as well as his, his other books. Um, he had a particular interest in Greece and the Hellenic world in general, and that book displays that erudition. What is Mani? Is that an island? Ah, no, Mani is, is uh, um, the southern part of uh, the peninsula, the Peloponnesian peninsula. Um, that's in the southern part of Greece, the part uh, of Greece where Sparta held sway in the world of antiquity. Uh, it's isolated, it's mountainous, it has villages uh, that uh, sort of seem to have come out of the Byzantine Empire. And so he wrote an entire book on this relatively small, uh, underpopulated place. And it's a I gather small, you, you isolated place. He wrote it in the early 1950s. Uh, he traveled about by numerous conveyances as well as on foot. Um, 
and uh, he uh, he relates the journey, but it's it's uh, full of digressions, uh, his encounters, his experiences, his insights, and many of all these are fueled by what appears to be a serious consumption of wine. <laughs> um, but but you, is the writing elegant? Is is this? I guess I'm asking you if this is a great book. I don't think you would have chosen if it wasn't. But. The writing is 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 beyond elegant. Uh, really? Uh, for example, he describes Greece as an inexhaustible inexhaustible Pandora's box of eccentricities. Oh, I like that. Um, he notes that uh, maps turn everyone into field marshals with forefingers <laughs> jostling along the printed paper landscape. And back to that wine thing, um, he reports how uh, wine-heavy sleep smooths over the wrinkles of perplexity. Oh, that's great. And let's, uh, this is radio, so it's tough for people to know how to spell Manny. It's M-A-N-I. The book is called M-A-N-I. M-A-N-I travels in the southern Peloponnese. And um, I've been doing some searching. Um, I think almost any li- public library of any consequence would have at least one of Fermer's books. Uh, Mani is considered one of his best. If the local library doesn't have it, um, you can uh, you can uh, get it through uh, ILL, that's uh, Library Talk for Interlibrary Loan, um, and it would probably get back to you within a week or so. And Patrick Lee Firmer's last name is spelled F as in Frank, E-R-M-O-R. And by the way, I will post the name of this book and the author and a little blurb on it uh, that Henry's chosen um, on my Facebook fan page at Rudy Max, a TV show. Um, Henry, did you enjoy this? I mean, was this great fun or was it homework? Well, let me let me answer it this way. You know, the, the, the Latin root word of travel is travail, which is to say work. Um, travel isn't supposed to be easy. And reading firmer isn't necessarily easy either. There's a lot of Greek words. There are terms that are unfamiliar to a lot of us, certainly me. Obscure references to people, places, and things that, you know, a lot of people haven't heard of. So it takes a bit of work to read the book. Uh, in fact, if you have a smartphone handy, it'd probably be good so you can look things up as you're going along. But uh, in the end, yeah, I think the journey is, is definitely worth the effort. And the last time Henry Fortunato, or a couple times he's been on the show, he's a big fan of walking everywhere. And the last time he was on, he talked about walking across part of Kansas. So I can see, I know you had some, uh, felt some kinship with Patrick Lee Firmer. Hey, Henry, I thank you for taking time to read the book and reporting on it. And we'll check in with you maybe in a few weeks and maybe in January, later January, and get your next pick. Very good, Rudy. Talk to you soon. Henry Fortunato is the public information. Uh, he runs the darn Kansas City Library System, as far as I'm concerned. He's a historian, and we're going to have him on regularly to talk about great books you might want to go back and read um, just, to, just to whet your appetite and, and increase your enjoyment of travel. Stick around. We'll be back in a moment with some deals of the week. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. 52 minutes after the hour. Hey, go to Facebook and look for Rudy Maxa TV show, and uh, you'll see some links to what we're talking about today and what we've talked about in the past. I also put some random stuff up during the week that might amuse you. And click the like button, will you? We're trying to build the numbers there. It impresses advertisers, and if they're advertisers, we got a radio show. Uh, if you live in Buenos Aires, Argentina, the big question, all you got to do is go up to anyone on the street and say, Boca or Riva? Boca or Riva? 
Those are the names of the two titans of soccer in Argentina, and you're either for one or the other. Trust me. And if you happen to be a Boca fan, then you're going to want to check into the new Hotel Boca in Buenos Aires. It's the first football-themed hotel I've ever heard of, and it features the blue and yellow colors of the Boca Juniors throughout the hotel. Now, i got to tell you, I've seen pictures of the interior, and uh, um, actually, it's quite handsome. I mean, this isn't some hokey... You know, college dorm room painted all in blue and yellow. They're very discreet colors, but very, very nice. Looks like a very sleek hotel. Hotel is also chock full of 100 years of memorabilia of the Boca Juniors. Probably, uh, probably trophies all over the place. An entire wall of TVs in the public area broadcasts live soccer games from all over the world. It's only $155 a night, and that includes a welcome drink and breakfast at the uh, Hotel Boca, B-O-C-A, the Hotel Boca in Buenos Aires. So there you go. Not bad deal. Um, at that price. I got some other deals for you. Should we hit the sounder there? Yeah. What else we got here? Where are my other deals? Under here, under the Hotel Boca stuff. All right. All right. This is a pretty good one. If you're interested in going to China and you can get to Los Angeles, American Airlines has got unbelievable fare. $669 round trip and coach between L.A. and Shanghai. That's about half the normal price. $669? Ridiculous. Um, the deal is you've got to, uh, uh, the prices are good for departures from January, between January 7th and April 18th, okay? A pretty wide window to travel, January 7th and through April 18th. That's a good January, February, March, almost three and a half months. But here's the catch. You got a book by December 19th, all right? December, circle that date. If you've ever wanted to go to China, I don't think you're ever going to find a cheaper fare between Los Angeles and Shanghai than this one, 669 round trip on American Airlines. Um, they've got another offer of 798 round trip from LA, LAX to Beijing. Want to go to Beijing? 800 bucks, basically. Not bad. Now, of course, American has flights leaving from all over the place. There are other hubs like Dallas, Fort Worth, and Chicago, and so on. Um, the prices in New York. Prices are a bit more expensive there, but check it out. But the real bargain, if you've got some frequent flyer miles that'll get you to LA, is to uh, leave for Shanghai for 669 or Beijing. For 800, 798 to be official. Okay, again, travel between January 7th, April 18th, but the important thing is book by December 19th. The uh, Bernardus Lodge in Carmel Valley is a beautiful, beautiful getaway place. It's got 57 guest rooms on 26 acres of lavender and grapevines. Every room's got a fireplace. They've got a deal. It's offering a two-day getaway, and I'm a little confused about the price, so bear with me here. Uh, I get uh, notices from PR people about these deals because they want me to mention them on the air. Uh, this one started by saying it's a two-day getaway at $277 a night. But then later it says it's $550. And I don't know if that's $550 a night or for two nights because it fairly, it's a fairly pricey place. I mean, an average room is about $500 a night there. Um, but let me tell you what this is. They're already looking forward to Valentine's Day. So this is a special thing good between February 1st and March 28th. Um, what do they call it? They've got a name for it here. They're liquid luxury package. So here's what you get for this two-day getaway at $277 a night, I think. You get a butler-drawn Chardonnay bath for two, which you can have either in your room or at the Bernardus Lodge Spa. Um, you get a wine tasting. You'll be treated to a wine tasting. You'll get a custom massage oil. Now, not a massage. You don't get the massage, but you'll give get get a bottle of their custom-designed massage oil, and you can give your uh, special someone a massage with it. And they'll also take you on an outback trek to Big Sur's McWay Falls, about 45 minutes away. Nice way to 
uh, spend a morning or an afternoon. So it's a pretty good deal. Uh, Bernardus is spelled B-E-R-N-A-R-D-U-S. It's in Carmel Valley. You can fly into San Francisco and drive or uh, uh, San Jose and drive. Um, a beautiful, beautiful place and a very nice deal. Um, what else do we got? Oh, one of the uh, several Affinia hotels in New York City is offering a deal. If you need, it's a little weird deal. It's only good on Sundays from January 2nd through the end of March. It's at the Affinia Manhattan. They've got five hotels there. And again, it's the press release gave it for the Affinia Manhattan, which is one of the five. But if you look at the website, it seems like all five are offering this Sunday for $112 a night. Well, it's 112 12 Get it? 12th day of the 12th month of 2012. $112 a night on Sundays. The reason it's the 12th day of the 12th month of 2012 is you can only book this this coming Wednesday on December 12th, beginning at midnight Eastern time. Now, you can you got to book it this only one day, beginning at midnight Eastern time on the 12th, is when you have to book it, but you can stay any Sunday from January 2nd through the end of March for $112.12. Now, if you want to stay more nights, as you just might, unless you just have to be there on a Sunday night, uh, the hotel's offering 12% off any additional site. Go to Affinia.com, um, and as I say, the press release directed my attention to the Affinia Manhattan, but they've got four other hotels there that are Affinia hotels. You'll see it on the website at Affinia.com, and this deal may very well be good for there because that's how it read to me. All right. Well, jam-packed show today. I'm tired. I hope... Uh, Hope you found the show interesting. Hope you found it interesting enough to return next weekend and visit me again here in Rudy Max's world. Meanwhile, check me out at Rudy Max's TV show on Facebook for latest updates during the week on what I think about travel. I want to thank Jeff Ryder, my engineer, and Anna Schofield as the executive producer of this show. Couldn't do it without either of them. See you next weekend. Travel safely. You've been listening to Rudy Max's world. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.